Welcome to ZFG. I'm Krista. And with me today is Freddie Brick and Carson Block. How are you guys? Not bad, thanks. Yeah, doing well. Doing very well. How are you doing? Great. Anyway, um, I'm very good. Would you be better if we had more vodka for you? Yes. So with that, we're going to take a break. <laughs> no, I, I, so we, well, you're, well, you're doing okay on that. But yeah, when you finish, if you want, we can take a break and I'll go and mix you another one. See, it's yeah. not hostile work environment. No, and I'm the one who always gives it to you. Like, I'm the one who mixes this is that the drink only for thing. you. I asked for a little bit more money. No. I asked for maybe a vacation day. No. But That's if not I true. Want you had a vacation alcohol, day last year. I had three. Well, it gave me the afternoon. Well, I mean, you use all your vacation days to, like, take your dog to the vet. So, you know, like, just because uh, you're not actually taking trips, that's way, not on is, me. This, this is, is true. This, this is, is true. actually not true. This, is, this true. is true. Pinocchio face over here. This is not true. Um, Between that, like, I don't know. Is it more days taking your dog to the vet or more days staying at home to express its anal glands? Like that's, uh, you know, like I, this is where he tries you do to take the dog, to be honest, you do take the dog to the vet. I take it. Lot. You take the dog month, too seriously. Every, like, I mean, overall, I you, take you take the dog too seriously. Well, because I'm a pet owner, like a responsible one, not like you. Like, I just don't like, you know, I mean, you just have a pet to, I have no idea. Are you idea. spending more on your health insurance or Wayland's? Wayland's for sure. Okay. End of conversation. Are, you, are, okay. are we sure we're comfortable putting your, your dog's name out there publicly? I mean. Yes, I'm fine. Okay. Okay, let's. Well, he trembles a lot. He's so sweet. By the way, Chihuahua will, for trembles. the animal lovers, since I have a following out there, Whalen will be joining us in two weeks. No. Nah. So, no. Stop it. No. No. He thinks, I'm sorry, did you just yawn? No. <laughs> Grimaced. No, I well, heard we, a yawn. Well, we now have a no dogs allowed in the office policy because we do have an employee here who got a puppy of a very large breed. Oh, my God. And, a Rhodesian um, Ridgeback. It's a Rhodesian Ridgeback. A beautiful which, dog. Which actually no. is... And, and, so, and so she thinks it's like well, the cutest, sweetest thing. you know what Ridgebacks would design for, right? To hunt lions, yeah. right? So, like, and, and not super suitable. And what? And ball? And balls? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, so like the employee who owns this lovely animal, um, you know, like day one, she brings it in without asking or what have you, goes into the conference room for a call, immediately comes over to me and he's like, just, I don't know, trying to sniff this hot dick here. of mine or something. It was but fabulous. He thinks he's a TSA but, agent. But, but, but I exactly, <laughs> yeah. I, exactly, I swear to, to God. It's almost like bordering on ginger. So I'm like trying to push that, you know, muzzle away and fucking thing like breaks skin, breaks skin He's already. like, no, so. down, down. I'm like, should I even interject? I'm like, Krista, I got the popcorn now. Could have gone over and expressed his anal glands. <laughs> I would, I, but I am like a dog whisperer. Like uh, I was like, I could have taken care of this situation, but I was like, you know what? It was a Monday. I needed to be entertained, and this was fabulous because this thing was going after your junk like it was nobody's business. Yeah, it's it's a thing. This whole like dogs in the office. Did you wish that you were him? <laughs> like it's. I wish yes. It's a distracting for some people, mm. and then there's like, how do you have like a policy? Like, oh, if the dog fits in the handbag, it works. By the way, if the I've dog never is bred to kill for... mountain lions, Wait it doesn't minute. work. Excuse like... me, I've never like brought whale in here, and when right. I have. Did you remember when he peed on the floor in the old office? That's why I've never. <laughs> <laughs> and I've never seen my dog do this, and then like right near Freddie's desk. I'm like, get the fuck out. And then I'm like, this is fabulous. Was that so. a chihuahua to chihuahua message or? No, well, it was, yeah, pretty much. He's like, this guy, he's small like me. Like, it was just awesome. Anyway. Freddie doesn't tremble. Uh, he can when I yell at him. Yeah. All right, let's, 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 let's get into it. Let's get into it. Um, I don't know anything about the Enron chairs. So who, whose item was that? It's a recent item. Yeah. Um, this well, so, is so it's important. So our, our current office furniture, not this very glamorous stuff we're sitting on, but um, our current office furniture, furniture comes from, um, you know, a place we have great respect for because they've done so much for the world. 
Um, our current office furniture. This office was previously owned by McKinsey. McKinsey. Ah, yes. And uh, we were able to pick up the office furniture extremely cheaply, very, which very I then pointed、food. out was probably so cheap that they'd have just thrown it in for free. But anyways, and、um, you know, as the kind of institution we are, where、well, we are, you know,、oh, rapidly、people. taking strides forward in growth of funds and also、uh, decor around the office. We've decided that we need to upgrade the office furniture, and、um, well, wonderful opportunity came up. So I, I did a CNBC hit earlier today, and you know, it actually—it's kind of amazing that you know people do watch it. So I got some text messages afterwards, including from Andrew Left. So、um, I was just you know talking about my CNBC hit, but then he said. By the way, I'm cleaning out my my warehouse or storage space. I have these Enron boardroom chairs. Do you want them?、I'm、like hell, fucking yeah, I want those. So anyway, I'm gonna put you in touch with his people, and you figure out how to get the chairs here. But they can't be worse than the chairs we do have in conference room right now, which are, <laughs> I mean, like、yeah. this would be a like a lazy boy compared to those those shitty chairs. Those I've seen a couple of. Employees and also guests just、um, basically sit, sit in them, them. and then yeah, the, the next thing I know, they're on the floor. That, that being said,、mm, those were not the fault of the chairs. The,、okay. the best, the best thing we we ever had in the office. We're an old firm. Like the people, like the average age、we've、of this had, firm is is pretty old. We've had three falls in the last year. You know, in that like health、yeah. and safety workplace we thing, we have to fill out the falls. So you were one. I was okay, but you're pushed. You're pushed. I was pushed <laughs> by pushed. some IT person who I don't even know if she, you know, I don't. She even, did it on purpose. She, she pushed you pur- for sure. Yeah, for sure. I mean, she was angry and she always wore a tool, tool belt. So yes. We, so we thought she played for、I、your team. I thought she was a sister. But Apparently not. No.、Nah. And she did one of these, and I was, yeah, I felt right.、You. I mean, like, yeah. But if you were,、me. if you were younger. You probably would have been able to catch yourself, though. Like, let's just face reality. I, I honestly, I would say yes, but that's not true. I mean, I was pretty far from. Nah, I, somebody who is thirty or forty years younger than you are could have caught caught themselves. Yeah, so it, it's exciting.、Um, I'm. I'm like quite excited to think that like my butt cheeks might grace the same chair as like Andy Fastow or Skilling. So. Andy Fastow does live in Houston, right? Yeah, so, so I'm saying we can invite him up here to autograph the chair. We fart, should have a grand opening chair. Honestly, we、What's、should、up? have. Do you know him? I've met Andy. Yeah. Dude, let's let's have like a ribbon cutting ceremony. Let's have him down. Would he cut you? And we can、here? like open. Let's see. For, for, for the right for the right amount of money, <laughs> he'd be here. I Right、okay, let, you know what? Let's let's see if for the right amount of money he'll come down. He'll do official opening of our Enron、uh, boardroom. Our Enron boardroom. We can、go. get like ribbon cutting, and we can have like a plaque on all the chairs and stuff. Let's all right. Let's see if we can organize that as an official event.、Um, I still think maybe、oh. get him to sign off on you know this、uh, this year's audit at the same time. <laughs> well, we don't do any private, so what's the point? Yeah, fair enough.、Um, he's probably too busy helping. He's probably too busy helping all those university endowments that have just like shown that they're all up one percent this year. Funny how that works when、mm. you're massively in PE.、Um, I still think the coolest thing that we ever had was in our old office. We had this、uh, like blowfish. We no, it's oh, in this oh, no, no, it's、too. still there, but it's now it's now not prominently placed in、we、the middle of the conference table. We have something else that's prominently placed. Right, so we have this blowfish in the middle of the fully conference、inflated. table, fully inflated, and and like God only knows the terror this thing went through in its like final minutes to get it fully inflated and taxidermied. Before they like dipped it in polyurethane. Yeah, and there was an allocator who came in, who、um, like I think out of curiosity sort of like. Picked it up, but didn't realize these spines are like razor sharp. And he he cut his hand. I think by the time like we got into the meeting, he's already like, yeah, I touched the blowfish. Shake your hand, but、like、it's bloody, bleeding everywhere. And then I actually think our marketing person might have. We didn't have a marketing person. No, no, no I think our, our marketing person currently met him at another place、mm. or whatever, and he was like, oh yeah, I remember you guys. I cut my hand on your blowfish, and we're like, ah, see, you do remember the meeting. That's right. Yeah. 
Well, it's a shame she didn't take her dog. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like you know, history. You know, history that. rhymes. Yeah. So, anyways, um, so yeah, that's the story of the new furniture. Um, we'll we'll keep you guys posted on when the grand opening of the Enron boardroom will be, and be if fabulous. Andy Fastow is going to be here, or if we'll have just a lookalike Andy Fastow. There you go. All so, right. We'll see. Yeah, we can have him like you know sign autographs, do balloon animals, things like that. So actually, I, uh, on signed autographs, I uh, we we went to see the GameStop. Um, film the other week. We talked about this on the last ZFG. Yeah. Oh, we did? Fuck. My I think we did. No, didn't we? No. Did. No. No, oh, because okay. it would have been... When did you see that film? We, we saw it Wednesday, Wednesday night. night. We saw it right before we filmed, I think. No, I think we saw no, it after. Okay, well, anyway, like, let's after. pretend we didn't. So Sorry. let's get yeah. to the point. Um, so there's these posters um, of the thing. Oh, yes. And I was <clears throat> really hoping that we could get, like, Plotkin to sign it. And we did reach out to someone who knows him and apparently... Said he probably wouldn't find that in any way humorous. Right. Um, so I was kind of thinking, should we just guess what his signature might look like? Stick it on there and frame it. Maybe that's the least bad thing to do because. Well, we shouldn't try to guess what it looks like. We should we write it so it's yeah. so it's like legible. It's probably not what his signature looks like, but yeah, True. that'd be kind of. Or well, we could just approach him at the Hornets uh, game, right? Because he owns like a piece of that now. Oh yeah, like have a Charlotte Hornets jersey yeah. there or something, and then just kind of like slide it out of the way last second. Yeah. You know, have somebody distract him like, hey, Gabe, as he's signing, and then, you know, Kind of like I wanted you to do with Kathy Wood, right? When, because you were going to be at an event that she was at, and I was like, dude, can we get like an ARC stock chart? Um, right, autographed, Autographed. Yeah. So, yeah, okay. That would have been good. That, that would be nice. So, yeah, look, if you do see anyone like rushing out courtside like a desperate weirdo, it's me. Um... Because, yeah, we... we I don't think he sits courtside. They usually sit in the luxury boxes. Um, uh, he, I think he's a fractional owner. I think he's still court, courtside. Maybe. Oh, okay. Well, he's like, one of those. Like, it's like when, like, finance bros own a restaurant, and they're like, oh, yeah, you want to come to my restaurant? It's like, you own, like, the back left kitchen tile, dude. Well, I like, think he owns, like, a real percentage. Like, I know what you're talking about. Those guys get, like, a parking spot yeah. and a courtside seat. But hmm. I think he's, you know, like, a real, like, minority owner so yeah probably gets a box which sucks because i've actually never had the privilege of losing like i don't know some number of fill in the blank billions of dollars and i well, don't know shit it was other people's teams. money uh, i mean right. you yeah. know most of it was true. This so is true. anyways um so it'd be fun yeah it would um i don't think we did talk about the film okay um so i thought it was amusing okay. we're gonna talk about it yeah i, I thought it was uh so what film uh, what's it called? Get, not dumb, money. dumb Money. I, I, what, okay, um, Dumb Money. Yeah, look, there are a few things that amuse, amuse me. Um, Person thought, being one of them. No, I thought the uh, the Steve Cohen kind of mm. little skits were funny, and I think someone's got some good, probably, inside baseball on... So I haven't seen the film. Should I see it? That's what I want to know. Watch it on a plane. I mean, I wouldn't Ooh, rush out to see it. it. It's plane. fun. Uh, yeah, I mean, it... Look, very cartoonish version yeah. of the people involved. Okay. And so I'm not, I don't know. I thought it was okay. I mean, you know, it was a Wednesday night. Yeah. I, hmm. You know, I'm should I have had dinner with my, with my family instead? Probably. Probably. Yeah. I know, I so it's it an was, airplane movie. Yeah. yeah. Mildly yeah. amusing. Hmm. I think for us, kind of funny because we like, have a certain perception of some of the characters in there so having them played as these kind of either goofballs or overly serious was kind of interesting what i really wish made it into the movie was how we didn't get our anchor investor in yes. a new fund that was launched at that time because of fucking gabe platkin yes and uh yeah so i love telling that story because yeah like we're in due diligence over the summer you know with this like large out large family office and you know they're like you're smart we're smart you know who else is smart gabe plotkin's smart mm. have you ever talked to him no not yet oh yeah he's our largest allocation blah 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 can't wait to allocate to you so there we are we're launching we're going to launch feb 15 and gamestop squeezed like i think january 20 something yeah 
And so, yeah, these guys were going to be the anchor investors, going to be a 40 buck ticket. And um, it was like crickets, you know, no allocation. But they did give Gabe Plotkin more money after that. And of course, that went. Yeah. That's what you get, man. Yeah, we're totally over that. It's it's cool. (laughs) Whatever. Would have been a good time to invest with us, but is what it is. It's always a good time. It is what it is. (laughs) That's definitely getting bleeped out by Anthony. Yeah, so on our last show, if you were paying attention, there was some bleeping out because we were making making jokes about a certain fund that we manage. Notice what is that? I guess we can't talk about it because it'll get bleeped we out. Not yeah. talk about it. Yeah. I I was told. Yeah. No. I mean, actually, um, and we even went to outside counsel on this one. Um, I was outside and like, I, I was I, I was like, this is so ridiculous. We are obviously satirizing, you know, like the the whole ridiculous. marketing prohibition. This is not. This clearly not in a real attempt to market. And yeah, like our GC was getting, you know, was getting bent out of shape. So I said, let's go to outside counsel. And outside counsel's like, listen, man, you know, like I was at the SEC a number of years. Honestly, I could see them fucking with you over this. Like, really? And he said, yeah, I could. And then, you know, and the other thing is he's like, also, you might be giving investors in this fund later on because you make a joke about like guaranteed returns. Um, you might be giving them an actual cause of action to sue you later on if they're uh, unhappy with it. And so that, for me, is what tipped it, was giving the investors the right of rescission, potentially. So Are we going to bleep this whole No, thing? no, no, because we're not actually talking about the, the funds that we were, that we were yeah. marketing, we're, you know, or that we were don't not look at marketing. Me. I don't even know but. what we're doing. <laughs> Chris is like, we're launching a new fund. <laughs> what? What uh, are we doing? I thought I was... So, yeah. But you do know what we do here, right? A little bit. Okay. I want to talk about... Uh... Are you sure? Oh, I, they didn't want to talk about this. One of the items is uh, there was a contest on this big like soccer field or whatever. And it was drunk versus stoned. Talk to me about that, Freddie. Wait a minute. Yeah, so... Do we have to call time? Yes. I, <laughs> I actually... Is there, is there somebody in the other room we could text to see if they'd, Wait, they'd mix a drink and bring you it in? You want a refill? Uh-huh. No, come do. on. Yeah. I mean, I've got two things I have to, I'd have to unhook myself from. So yeah. You only have one. Uh, I could do it. That's, no, we'll, but... We'll go. We'll, we'll run this without you being so hammered. Um, no, for, you're going to text somebody in the yeah. other room, right? Yeah. The show must go on. The show must go on, and I so do my you, best work. You need your drink. personality juice? Like, what drink? Let's do it. What is it? It's just vodka with uh, vodka spin Vodka with this. What is it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And a splash of. Whatever. The ginger okay. beer. Just the main ingredient is vodka. No, the main ingredient when I make it is love. Stop. Anyway. Um, yeah, so drunk versus stone. Yes. Uh. You didn't send this item. He did. No, Freddie did, but he's busy ordering this. But he now. could do. So, I, I got like halfway through the article. It was like mildly interesting. I guess what I'm wondering is like, who does win in those kind of sporting events? Because like, if you like, a lot of NFL athletes, right, smoke weed because uh, you know it's preferable to like all the kind but of opioid-based stuff. You? Well, that's the thing, right? Like. You like I feel like a little bit of a buzz. I hear footsteps outside. Yeah, the door. yeah. Somebody's on their way to, yeah. to mix the thing. I feel like honestly a little bit of a buzz playing sports. So I've definitely wait what? I, I've, I've definitely gone out in Asia, stayed out the whole night, and oh, played football okay. in the morning. I mean, are like, we talking about you? Because this is wait. No, no. So I've done that, and I feel like it's it's doable. I mean, it's it's doable, and it's like reasonably detrimental to performance. But like, I don't think I'd want to play any sports stoned. It's, you know, I, years let's, ago, let's years ago, I was, in, I was like staying in Hawaii for uh, an extended period. Um, like I, <laughs> I'd laid myself off. And Did so, I know you? No, no, no. This is many years ago. Uh, like many moons ago. I, it was. Uh, 20 years ago. It was 2001. <laughs> so like I basically laid myself off. 
this is when I thought that I had a job offer or I had a job offer in Shanghai from BNP Paribas. So I like sold all my shit and got ready to move. And then they, you know, ghosted me. And eventually I was told that, oh, Paris imposed a global hiring freeze. Dude, it got worse than this. Okay. I can't really see you in a French bank, man. I, I gotta tell you. It was you. in Shanghai. Like, I can't the, see you anywhere. Even in Shanghai. So this, so I, I would have been, I was 25 at the time, and um, I was trying, I was trying to get back to to Asia. And all right, here comes the drink. Mm-hmm. Hang on, you're you're strapped in. No, 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 Freddie, stop. Thank you. You're strapped Thank you. in. Thank you. Thank you so much. That was so sweet. Yeah. Yes. One of my favorite people. Thank you. All right. Um. So. So yeah, um, I love this place. I was, you know, I, I was looking, I was looking for a gig out there, and uh, you know, BNP was like, "Well, we'll hire you into the Shanghai office." Um, you know, the head of research, she said, "I'll instruct the analysts to mainly speak Chinese to you, not English. You know, we won't pay you a lot. It'll be like sixty k, but you know, it's twenty five, and like the lower taxes, like that was actually the equivalent of making, you know, like eighty k here. Um, but whatever, like I was, I was super happy to hear that. So. It didn't work out because of the global hiring freeze. And then, I mean, things got bad at that point. So I remember I even, um, I pinged guy who headed equity research um, at a firm called CLSA in Hong Kong. And, you know, I'd, I'd met him before. And so I told him what happened and like, hey, we'd love to, you know, you guys are great. We'd love to go out there. And so he came back to me. He's like, all right, listen, you know, uh, this, again, this is 2001, the market's, are not doing fantastically well at that moment. And he said, um, he's like, I, this is a big ask, but if you came out here agreeing to work for no compensation, um, look, I'm sure after six months or so, if we weren't gonna pay you, you could go across the street and get paid. And, and I was like, whoa, man, that's that's a big ask. Like, you know, no money. I don't even so, know if that's legal. So we're well, gonna ask well, you the same. Well, it's Hong Kong. I could totally but, see that. So eh, they, they call it an internship, right? So I'm like, I got to do a little bit of soul searching on this one. I talked to my my then girlfriend, now wife, and she was supportive. So I got back to him. I'm like, yeah, Erwin, man, like I'm in. Like I'm pumped. Let's do this. And he's like, okay, I'll, I'll get back to you with details. So his name is Erwin? Erwin Samft. So that's a whole segment here, but go mm, on. Uh, I guess. I mean, he was from, I think, from the UK, but... um. So anyway, you know, like I don't hear back from the guy sending emails, don't hear back, leave voicemails, don't hear back. It's ghosting, yeah. Finally calling him in the middle of the night, my time, get him in the office. And he's just, uh, 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 yeah, uh, I apologize. Uh, I meant to get back to you. Uh, I couldn't get the, uh, the approval to, to bring you on board. I'm like, no, no, but you told them like it's for free, right? <laughs> Yeah. Like, no, no, but I mean, I'm offering myself up for fucking free. Oh and you're st- saying no? It's like, yeah. And man, it was so crushing. And like, just at this period of time in my life, it felt like every day was a new Whoa. kick in the balls. And so like, there, so I don't have a job. Like, I'll get to the Hawaii thing in a moment, but this is when I'm back in Manhattan Beach, not in Hawaii. Like, you know, my, you know, my now wife and I were renting like a little shithole place a few blocks from the beach that, you know, was basically, you know, infested, but with termites. And there was like one morning, 10 a.m., I went to throw some shit in the recycling bin outside. And I just like had this moment where I'm like, hang on, take a look at yourself, like freeze. Take a look at yourself at this very moment. You're standing outside. It's 10 a.m. You're shirtless jeans on and you're drinking a fucking beer like bro <laughs> you're so like falling into the like stereotype of the chronically unemployed <laughs> like you had to pull out of this goddamn dive so law school it was uh really really yeah i mean there were other reasons for law school too but anyway yeah. the, the drunk versus stoned during this period of time when you know my my well, wife you, was you on a project in hawaii um the highlight of my, it was in Honolulu and like, the you know, of your life. you might say like, oh, let me pull out the violin and, and play. But of course I would. It's actually really boring, like to yeah. be there day in and day out. Right. And so yeah, the highlight of my day was just playing basketball with these dudes at like 2 p.m. And um, 
And one of them, like, he was an okay baller, but dude, like, fucking ripped a J before every single fucking, like, game. And I'm like, how can you do it? Like, yeah. how can you actually, like, dribble a ball? You know, like, I did cool. a drunk in, you know, in high school. Like, we'd get pissed up and, and play basketball. So, and, you, I feel like what Stone you're saying is, is Stone Stone's is a different way to level. Go. No, 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 no. Like, Stone is a level oh. I know I can't compete at. I oh. can compete... If you're drunk and I'm sober and you're a decent basketball player, I can compete with you. If we're both sober, I can foul you a bunch and keep you from scoring. Um, but if I'm high, man, like, I can't do shit. So I, I would, So what you're saying is you're pretty useless. I'm a better drunk athlete than stoned athlete. Oh. That's what I'm saying. So I, I think drunk wins. Yeah, that's, that's my thinking. Now, drunk wins for me. it obviously gets to a point where drunk doesn't win because drunk's throwing up on the side. Oh, well, that's, what, that's well, why I stoned asked you. Well, like, Stoned yeah. is lying on the ground getting vomited on and not even responding. So, you know, like... Sure. Well, actually, this, this brings us to the item number six on our agenda, the best clinical uh, trial. Best clinical trial ever. Talk Correct. to me about that. <clears throat> uh, Carson, this is your line item. Mm. So I, uh, I had occasion to sit down a few weeks ago with... Uh, highly accomplished pharmaceutical executive. Um, now this guy, uh, he's, he's a major investor in a, uh, in a company that's trialing something in the um, cannabis space. And so it's, it's a drug to counteract um, overdoses. And the idea is, yeah, so anyway. So the, we should also interject, they also had one of the most incompetent CEOs in the whole of biotech, but he was uh, canned. Right. And now runs a fund in Austin. And we still oh. can't get out of the IPO stock that we subscribe really to. Does he really run a Which fund Which we don't actually Austin? want to because this is going to be the greatest um, biopharma ever. Right. Well, I, I mean, I just, look, I just love <laughs> the clinical trial thing. So yeah. so basically, they, they, are, they were trialing their drug on people who are actually getting, like, stoned. And so... You know, in my book, half a gummy, five milligrams of mm -hmm. cannabis, you know, like gets me there. <laughs> really want to just have no idea what the fuck's going on. Ten milligrams, like I've I'm seen just you like that. I'm just gone at ten at ten migs. You barely talk. So they're they're trialing this to see if it can reverse these different doses, and um, like they were supposed to go. <laughs> all the way up to like 50 milligram doses and i think on like 30 or 40 they had to stop because the way that they determine whether it's worked is you know they they give you like you know cognition tests um after you take the you know after you take the gummy you know can you like read this or whatever the fuck it is and um you know and then they'll then they'll give you the thing to reverse it and then you know see whether your scores improve but he said that, yeah, when they got to like 40 milligrams, <laughs> like everybody was so fucking out of it, like just unable to respond to questions. Can you remind me, the more you get stoned, does it take you more? Like, you know, if you are... If, can you I'm, build up a tolerance? Yes. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I'm sure you can. Yeah, of course okay. you can. Yeah, I, I, did, I forgot. I don't, I don't remember. What? Yeah. I don't it's remember. Like, like, it's like I, everything except fentanyl. I, I, Okay. Which I don't think you can build up a tolerance for. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I think that was the best clinical trial. Like I would have loved to have seen that. Just mm. what what somebody's had forty milligrams of cannabis, like I'll do it. Looks like I'll do it. Dude, would I die? I don't think it's possible to die in most instances. No, I, I don't, but I don't think you can die from an overdose. I mean, if you combine it with other shit, I don't want like, to combine yes. it with anything. Well, yeah, alcohol. The reason you die is because, like, basically the brain kind of stops off the bit that tells you, like, to pump breathe, blood, and breathe. Which mm. I think you know, if you combine weed with you know alcohol or other. So that was also one of the reasons why they have to do these clinical trials because doing it in ER settings, the problem is like a lot of the people who come into ERs. And, you know, would be eligible have had like have a bunch of other shit in their system, too. Like ice so, cream. yeah. So like ice cream. OK, so. All right. We're, we'll go there. <laughs> it's a great story. It's a great story. So, Is there a story here. There's a story. Yeah. 
So I've got a good friend um, from from college. When you say good friend, is that you? No, 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 it's no. no, no, no. Like this is this is going to get personal. Like I'm. This is going to get personal, but don't worry. I mean, I'm throwing somebody else under the bus, but no, I like just, I have a number one that you have a no, good okay, friend. I'm listen. shocked. <laughs> That's why I can't get past it. He used to work for me, okay? Like, I know I, I say, I, 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 I know I say all my friends I work for me. I like, he used it. to work for I me. I know, isn't it sad? So, um, and he actually is a decent man, yeah. sort of. So, anyway, he, he had a side business where he made, in the early days of cannabis oh, legalization right. in California, he made like really high end cannabis edibles, nice. including ice cream. The really, Like really nice line of this like ice cream. This I did not know. I love so ice cream. It was like cream. chocolate Guinness, you know, was one of the flavors. Mm, so nice. So yeah, no, I mean, you'd, you'd eat this shit just Guinness. like, Delish. just for the flavor itself. So anyway, I had mentioned this to my father. My father knows, you know, knows the guy because the yeah. guy's a close friend. And I don't know. I mean, like my, you know, my father, like I saw him at his second bachelor party. He like took three hits of the J. I mean, I don't think it did anything to him. He's maybe smoked weed two or three times in his life, but doesn't seem to be in any way yeah. like interested in it. So huh. despite my, you know, decades of telling him he's like too tightly wound. Yeah. So um, anyway, um, he takes my buddy and me to a USC basketball game. Um, and after the game, walking back to the car and he turns to him and says, so uh, I understand from Carson, you've got a really interesting business. And my buddy's like, what? Like, what, you know, which business? And uh, it's like the cannabis ice cream. So anyway, I, I'm, I'm actually talking to somebody else. I don't hear this conversation. But, you know, my buddy says to me, he's like, hey, you know, your, your dad, like, asked if he could have some. I'm like, what? Really? You're shitting. He's like, no, he seriously wants it. I'm like, all right. Like, he is kind of tightly wound. It would do him some, <laughs> some good. So anyway, I went. Picked the stuff up, brought it back to my father's where I was staying and, you know, whatever. A few months later, um, I'm in Taiwan and I get an email from my stepmother. And just want to tell you that your father went to the emergency room. He thought he was having post-polio occurrence and um, and uh, he's, he's okay right now. But, so I, you know, I wake up and I, you know, Taiwan, I get this message. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Like, I so I... I call and, um, you know, and, and I, and I talk cream. to him. And so he tells, he tells me the story. And so he, he had polio. He was one of the last people in America to get polio, um, obviously. And every now and then over the years he's had, and he thinks some sort of post-polio syndrome or like yeah. brief occurrent recurrence of it. He goes to the ER and they, you know, do an EKG and all this shit. So, so he had that happen again. He woke up in the middle of the night and he thought he was, he thought he was like dying. He couldn't feel his, you know, his extremities, this and that. So, you know, uh, my stepmother like rushes him to the ER and they do all these tests on him. And, you know, and they're just like, look, you know, maybe it's this post polio thing that's not well understood, but we can't see anything in the data and, you know, that, that we've got here. So the doctor leaves the room and then he turns to his wife and he goes, oh, you know, maybe it's because I had that ice cream right before I went to bed. <laughs> no. I'm like, I'm like, leave it to you, right? Like, you wake up fucking stones. Like, you should be totally enjoying this. And you're so tightly wound that you freak the fuck out and think you're dying because you, you actually feel, like, relaxed for once in your life. And, and you have to go to the ER. And you didn't know what that it was. Yeah. He doesn't know what, like, Whoa. not being, like, super tightly wound is. So, anyway. Yeah. He hasn't had it since, unfortunately. Yeah. Not involved in the Nebula trials either. So, yeah. Is that ice cream still on the market? Well, I don't I mean, think it ever got commercialized. I mean, it, well, the, so the that thing that well, was interesting, like the guy who made this, you know, he I think he shut down these businesses years ago because, um, well, he said he's like, it's so hard trying to do cannabis business. He's like, because everybody who you talk to, like everybody who owns a dispensary or whatever, Like they're so, they're always so fucking high and they're just non-commercial. Like they're totally in it for the love of the game. They can't think, you know, in a way oh, that's really? that's commercial. Like it's like, it's so fucking annoying. So. so it's not just in California, like other people who are in the business, let's say Colorado. I mean, this whatever. was, yeah, this was years ago, okay. right I'm after California curious. legalized it yeah. for recreational purposes. So I mean, I'm it just generally just seems that. to be a shit business all around. Like it's farming. 
it's forming. And yep. then they really restrict you from kind of building a brand because of like restriction on advertising. And then there's this whole, it's federally illegal. So you've got to use credit unions and everyone's just like, you know, stuck with this mountains of cash everywhere. It just seems like it's a really terrible and difficult business to be in. Yeah, no, I, I mean, the more I got to tell that, you, they're probably sitting around looking at short selling being like, that's a fucking <laughs> lot worse. So once again, I mean, dude, if we drew a Venn diagram between short selling and cannabis, there's a lot of overlap. overlap. There's this, there's a lot of overlap. this business wouldn't exist without. That's that's very fair. Um, cool. We are filming on a week when it was a federal holiday, right, Krista? Columbus Day. Well, that'll get you canceled. Yeah. What do you mean? What do you mean? What do I mean? I understand. Well, you can't call it that. So anymore. you're apparently there. Are, there are many people who believe that you shouldn't call it Columbus By Day. By the anymore. way, this is what they wrote on the board here, and they wanted to trick you. Trick me. Trickery, because that's what they like to do. Krista, you told me a. Well, the Columbus Day is, a, is at, a, it was like a big celebration. No, no, no. It's a big celebration in in, in my head. Oh. Um, you guys like share the, you know, Columbus blankets that symbolize Day. the smallpox laden blankets. Pass them around. Exactly. So it's now but called why? Indigenous I, People Day, right? No, but right? he was trying to tell me it is. That's that's the correct no, I think term. that is what it's called. Well, that's what a lot of people call it now. Oh, I didn't know that. So, Sorry. You know, like, which which massively annoys me. Like, my kids get the day off from school, but they won't call it Columbus Day anymore. And, you know, so it's I like... I did not know this. So what it's... It well, really first, it's, it's also annoying because I identify as a fixed income trader on Monday and, like, they all got the day off and... There my little fingers are on the buttons as an equity guy. I mean, it just sucks. Like, there's no way to win here. By the way, says the Jewish guy who has how many days? No, they all fell on, uh, pretty much everything fell on a weekend this year. Really? Yeah, true story. I Is think I took true? Monday. Yeah. I'm asking you, because you're a you. Mm -hmm. And do you know the holidays of the days? You're like, nope, not at all. So all right, You know what, this year... You can work Christmas and Easter. Suck on that. I have suck on that. I have worked. And I have the emails. No, but nobody wants to work on Christmas and Easter. The Japanese. But I know. No, they even I take they take Christmas off. But he emails no. me. Yeah, they do. I think Japanese, the market's yeah. open on Christmas Day. Yeah, but nobody shows up for work. Just the junior guys. Yeah. Like the summer. <laughs> or the whole entire All I know is Europe. I feel like I should be working in Europe. That's all, all I know. So I, I, no, but, that, that's an oxymoron, working in Europe. But anyway, back yeah. to Columbus. So, uh, yeah, I wanted to talk about this thing because this really so it upsets him. So it's like he gets under my skin, right? But like, all right, fine. I'll take you know, I'll take the kids three day holiday. Uh -huh. We'll go to California, you know, like for the you Cali. Know. Yeah. And then um, anyway, somehow or another, like every now and then, somebody tags my Twitter account. For the wrong I have reason, no idea why. Because they think it has to do with like Muddy Waters, the, the blues singer. Uh, Although I'm not sure what he had to do with this. <laughs> but so I get tagged, I, I think, that. for that reason. And, you know, by like some fairly, you know, left wing or left leaning, whatever. And, you know, somebody uh, would like start jumping on the whole, you know, they got to like signal the fuck out of the virtue of like, you know, having canceled Columbus Day. Um, so memes of, you know, like showing these, the, those old 1492 styled ships, you know, where it says like, you know, Columbus was lost at sea until the indigenous persons found him or something like that. And everybody's just jumping up and down about what a horrible person Christopher Columbus was. And it's like, you know what, I, I got to say this. At the time he sailed, you know, looking for a, a passage west Okay, the vast majority of people on earth thought that the earth was flat, you would fall off the fucking earth, or you'd first be eaten by sea monsters. Okay, the fucking balls sea it monsters. took to say, you know what, I'm willing to risk that there are not sea monsters and that we're not going to sail off the fucking planet. You know, like those were real balls. And from the 21st century perspective, we look at that and we think, oh, that's so silly. Of course, it's obvious that you wouldn't fall off the earth. But I mean, like this dude really pushed the limit. And 
like killer entrepreneur. He had to raise the money to go and do this shit. So it's like, let's not demonize the motherfucker. Like he, you know, he lived, uh, you find so many people saying this these days, but you know, he lived in the 15th fucking century. Okay. What we didn't understand about biology and like that all humans have common ancestors, you know, like it, I mean, it literally, what we didn't understand about humanity and our planet fills libraries today. So I don't know. It just, just pisses me off. Like the dog piling on Christopher Columbus, man. Like the dude was, the dude was balls out. And if he lived today, he would not feel the same way. And he would not be giving smallpox milkshakes to like native Americans. What do you think he'd be doing today? Probably posting memes about whoever did finally discover this continent <laughs> was a fucking shit bag. <laughs> like really, honestly. Yeah. I kind of wonder, like, what would, who's the modern day Christopher Columbus? Is it like? In some respects. I, 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 I know, I, I'm, I'm thinking the no, same so, thing. Some, and I fucking hate so many that I'm thinking so, so many people are going to get mad when I say this. Yeah. Who cares? It's Ross Gerber. <laughs> no, it's fucking Elon. Oh, Elon. It's so annoying. Elon. Totally. It's yeah. Elon. Modern. But that makes me a little bit happy that in 500 years, he's going to be getting canceled for putting smallpox. Blankets in 500 on years though, dude. Yeah. Oh, and you know who's still going to be alive? That Brian Johnson guy who's, um, you know, doing all the kind of like, I eat like milkshakes. Yeah, there, there are and... a bunch of those other tech dudes also who are who are like going to upload their consciousnesses to computers. Um, like, I think that's a Peter Thiel really? project. I think he's I think he's in that too. I mean, that circle of some of those guys are Interesting. working on that. So. Huh. Which would be kind of funny, like, you know, you know, if you found the phone that, you know, that their personality is or their, you know, their consciousness sits and just throw it in the ocean. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the fucking USB sticks <laughs> drive over it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, actually, um, let's talk about something really serious. Item number four. Oh. Attractive fund managers. Yes. Who's so item is, attractive fund managers this is what I said. Is a groundbreaking piece of research that I truly believe could only be conducted in China. Um, there were some researchers. Is that true? Who wanted to study, uh, and it, this was tagged by a Bloomberg journalist. I think found this, and then I found it somewhere being retweeted on Twitter. So. Apologies that I can't remember who retweeted it, but um, was a Bloomberg the, journalist a female? Uh, I think so, but I I don't okay. see gender anymore. Okay. I'm so <laughs> postmodern. Um, um, so anyway, the the study that was being conducted was to see if there is a statistical difference in performance uh, between attractive and unattractive fund managers. And there have been lots of studies over the years, whether, you know, men are better traders than women. It turns no. out actually women are. No, I want to stop you here because Krista yep. has demonstrated some impressive knowledge of the industry. While you were out of the room before the show, we talked about this. So Krista knows the results. I don't uh, the know research. the real, he no, asked, you, you, know, you know, okay, but. Well, you okay. asked me what, my what opinion. Are, so there, there are two questions. Uh, Who's who? Who's better at raising money, attractive or unattractive fund managers? And I said Whose attractive. performance is better, attractive or unattractive? Attractive. Fund? Because I, I I feel like, well. Go go ahead and explain no, that one. No, I don't know. What? No, no. Seriously, why why would it? Why I would feel it, like um. Attractive people are just better people. They're just better. No, they're everything. not better people. I just feel like it's easier for them to. Uh, to talk to someone to try to, you know, not convince them, but like. Look, you want to know what I do? The pages where we have to like talk through performance. I'm just like up here, up here, flick through them very quickly. And then I'm like, see, that's what you do. That's why it works. Because this is your meal ticket. Correct, and we can't, you know, talk and the about same thing our for women. performance on this show because, because our GC no one will cares beat it about out. Perform- I mean, yes and no, but if there, if the woman is an attractive fund manager, 
versus he said someone who's like you know really unattractive like you would throw away in the sea you didn't say that but i'm just saying like that you know really hideous push him off the end of the earth in christopher columbus's time something yeah exactly (laughs) who would you go with I would say, yeah, of course. Like, this is a no-brainer, the attractive person. So there are a few things here. So number one, you're right that attractive fund managers, according to this, are have an easier time raising money. You're wrong that they perform better. So unattractive fund managers generally perform. Because it, it's, think think about... Okay, but... Okay, hang okay, on, hang yeah, on, hang, hang on. Think hold on, think, hold about, on, hold on, hold on. Think about performance no. in bed. It's like performance in bed. The, the unattractive women have to work harder to please you, so they do. You would think that would be the case. <laughs> but it's baffling to me. So the, there's a few things I like, to be honest. The Some of the unattractive people that I've been with, you would think, I'm like, oh my God, they're gonna work harder in bed. By the way, we're gonna bleep this all out. No, we're not. <laughs> this is the whole show. We're going to bleep everything else out. This, this is going to be the like the social media. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm just saying you would think that would be like, oh, my God, obviously. Mm. And then I'm just like, oh, my God, you got to work. You got to do something. We're going to bleep this all out. No, we're not. No, but I've, I found like the, the best looking yeah, women are the least likely to be freaky. Really? I, I, I wouldn't know. So. Yeah. Talk to me about that. Yeah, actually, that's actually, I have to say, that. Yeah, you're not disagreeing name. with me on that. No, I'm not no, disagreeing. Well, now that I'm no, listening, all true. of a sudden, something connected. Well, no, now, now that the synapses are firing, <laughs> like, yeah, you, like, you know I'm telling the <laughs> truth. You over into the dark side. Um, so what, what I like about this study is the, the conclusions weren't honestly that groundbreaking to me. What I really like about this study, and we'll, we'll have it up, is that, um, firstly, the idea that someone had to just go through and rate the attractiveness of these fund managers. So like Is that, that true? Yep. And then on page 30 of this, Can we do I'll show test? you, they, they Did, actually I, had I some... think they used software to do it, didn't they? Like using well, characteristics that are generally considered what I, attractive. What I like best is that on page 30, <laughs> they actually had a couple of the samples of the fund managers just in case. Oh, shit. <laughs> Only in China That's would they actually fabulous. like stick in the mugshots, right? Yeah. We'll have this up on screen. For I know people. that guy. <laughs> he was my IT in my oh. last firm. I swear to God. Hey. It's great, right? Like only in China would they think, yeah, let's let's just put That's, in a couple of the a couple of the mugshots. That's here. awesome. We quantify fa- fund managers' facial attractiveness based on the cutting edge beauty prediction technique by <laughs> Liang et al. 2018. They utilize a deep learning model to make facial beauty prediction. The model is able to replicate the results of 60 human raters. We collect mutual fund managers, what well, mutual fund managers, mm. so, like, you know, they're, they're not hedge fund managers, all right? Like, they're already, they're you know, you're, you're already dealing managers. with like an intellectually stunted group here. <laughs> Step up to the big, big leagues, fellas. Um, see, so they, they collect mutual fund managers' photos from the Asset Management Association of China. I mean, choice database of Sina. This table shows the summary the... statistics of facial attractiveness this score of actively opening. managed equity fund managers, Item. along this with examples of high score female and male managers' photos. But don't they, I mean, aren't these low score? Okay. No, this person looks like So this will be shown on screen. But, all right. Hot or not? Like who who's the who's the better looking female here? Who like who scored higher? In Huh. It's kind of hard to describe. Like, like who, like, I don't even know. Like I'm trying. Okay. So okay, I no, assume no, the one on the, the right. right. I can't even. Remember. I assume the one on the right I, is This is not me. Well, the one on the right has yeah, I mean, I don't know. Okay. Nice. Now, what about the, the guys? I mean, well, I think clearly the one on the some, right. Some is part like, of you must still be attracted to men, so you handle this. 100%. I feel like clearly the one on the right is supposed to be the good-looking dude. By the way, I think they're twins. Oh, we might have to edit that out. That's a bit racist, Krista. Oh shit! Is it? <laughs> 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 if you didn't get cancelled at Columbus. 
You got pretty cancelled no, there. No, will you, you guys, will you? <laughs> no, that's leave it out. No, Obviously, that's staying in. No, I swear to God. No, no. Well, they, it's one, because they both wear glasses. Because they both wear glasses. No, no, he they're takes both, it both, off. No. no, no, they're both wearing glasses. No, they're not. No, fall back on that. I'm, I'm helping oh, you. Shit. I'm throwing you a lifeline here. They're both wearing glasses. And you're oh, not wearing your glasses as well. Not, so it I'm not wearing been my glasses. I thought tricky. they were twin brothers. Oh, you just double down on it. Oh God, just you can tell the girls apart though, right? Well, yes. Can we believe the whole thing? No, of course not. Don't worry. It's fine. Don't worry. Keep going. Doesn't it look like one guy was the same guy and it, you one keep guy digging? was the same guy? No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, God. So anyway, this, this just gave me... Am I going to get in trouble? No. No. You'll no. still Am be I getting... Gonna get, no, hate, dude, you'll still be getting hate, recognized hate, hate, in uh, Sweet Greens. Sweet Greens. Wait, is it called Sweet Greens? Yeah. You got That's recognized right. this week, right? I no, it was uh, like, what, two weeks ago when you went in there? By two people. By two people. I don't That's... know if they were friends or maybe the same person with glasses and not glasses. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we covered all the big topics today. Well, no. Oh, Women's actually, bottom Disney one. Oh yeah. Birkenstock IPO. Like what? What the fuck? Birkenstock IPO today. Today, it's it's Stocks. significantly down. Yes. What up? Did you cancel your subscription or something? Like, what's what's going on there? Look what this so, guy's so I was wearing. in. Zoom on on these little guys. So I was in the he very chair you're sitting in. Yep. Oh. A few hours ago. Like, oh, here we wait, go. you know, like earpiece in, and you know, I can see the CNBC screen. I'm waiting ensemble. for my CNBC hit, and they're covering the Birkenstock IPO story, and I'm like, you know, I I know Freddie's gonna make a fucking joke about. <laughs> You know, like how I must have dialed back my purchases of Birkenstocks because the fucking IPO is tanking. So, okay, it's predictable. Well, look, if uh, if you work for Maui Jim, where he buys sunglasses, which honestly is just the biggest divergence between net worth and sunglass spend of any human being on the planet. Except you, you said that before and then I told you those actually cost like over two hundred dollars. Yeah. yeah. You were surprised. Honestly. You were impressed. I'm, I'm just hoping you I can impressed. increase your net worth He's further. So um but uh so Maui Jim if you're there, um don't worry, you can IPO. <laughs> He's still rocking your shades. You'll be okay. <laughs> uh cool. Well Chris All right, then. peace out. <laughs> Till next time. Thanks for joining us.